When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's not many things that um, I specifically say like black and brown people can point at and say that's ours, mm-hmm. right? Like it's, it's in, in, in this on this in this country. Yeah, it's not many like um, professions. I mean, yeah. that we could point at and say this is something that like we built and we control. Like we are this. It doesn't work without us. And yeah. music is one of those things. And what I really, really, really stress to anybody that's really trying to get into it, mm-hmm. understand that this is not a game. It is mm-hmm. a business mm-hmm. and it is a, a real business and it's a business structure. Yeah. It's, I know it looks fun when everybody's throwing up gang signs yeah. and, and having fun in the video and people pouring champagne on the ladies and they dancing in the pool. That, all that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But there's a budget for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's allocation of funds for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and those funds are spent to make more funding. Mm. So I really stress that like my advice to somebody that's trying to get in is that before you even get in, mm. while it might be a dream and this is that and the third, you have to understand that there's a that this is a business. And yeah. one of the things that keeps business running is professionalism. Mm. I mean, being being on time. Doing your work, asking if more work needs to be done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like getting to the goal and once you get to it, don't get married to the goal. Work on the next one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the biggest thing that's missing from hip hop culture is the 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 um yearning and the drive to understand the business. Hey, wait, 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 wait. I know you want to watch this next video, but listen, if you are an entrepreneur, business coach, business consultant, or a small business owner who has a story and wants to learn how to create multiple streams of income from your story, I need you to text me right now. My book to 646-687-4152. That is my personal number. I have been an author for over 12 years. I've written 10 books. Four of them have been bestsellers, and I've sold over 100,000 books. But I've also helped a lot of my clients take their expertise and put it into a story, then create multiple streams of income from that. So I want to help you do the same thing. So text my book to 646-687-4152. All right, let's go back to the video. Pay attention and listen, we about to teach class. Inside the boat, my man asked cash to get your man right. Thursday nights, 8 p.m. to see him change your life. Millionaire mindset, the best on earth. Welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Listen, I'm excited about this interview because uh, there's a lot of people that we call legends, that we call big homie, that we say it is the GOAT. Um, but when you are able to see something from uh, you know, uh, the inception and you see someone who has the impact who has the experience, who has, who's done so much. This is my brother, 
Uh, he is a living legend. I'm gonna tell y'all gonna see why. But he is a living legend in the game. I got my brother Wayne Wayne O'Clock in the building. What's, What's up, brother? brother? What's, What's the deal? going on? What's man? the deal, Ash? Thank you, man. Thank no, you, man. I, you know, you know, I'm excited about this interview because, like, I feel like so for a couple of reasons. Here's here's the the first reason why uh, I'm excited about this interview um, is because we've known each other over 20 years. Right. Um, and I mean, first and foremost, man, when you think about the the rap game. Um, there's only two billionaires in the rap game, you know, and Hove and Mr. Kanye West. Mm -hmm. And not everybody could say that they, they've worked with both before they was even, you know. Well, I, I didn't work with Hove before you, I can't put myself there. All right, all right, so, right, so, so let me, let me make sure, make sure I, I, I don't misspeak, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, you was in there in '98. No, like, no, 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 no. I was, I got, I got around Rockefeller around like '01. Oh, well, okay, yeah, okay, right, 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 right. Um, okay. Yeah, I was around yeah, like '01. Yeah, I'm excited, right? Mm -hmm. Because you've been around for a very long time in the music business. Right. Uh, you've uh, done a lot in the music business. You're mm -hmm. still doing a lot in the music business. Right. There's a transition into uh, the media space, and yeah. that influence there. But what excites me more importantly is that um, I know a lot of street guys um, and they get like they get like the glorification from the streets mm -hmm. always happens for people coming home, people who got bodies, yeah. people who were the kingpins, but the guys that be that's from the streets who have um, escaped all of that. Yeah. And are doing things on a high level don't really get the the flowers that they deserve. And so, you know, I want this interview to be about giving you your flowers. Thank you. Um, so that people could know that, like, just because you are from the hood, because you were, you know, in the element, doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you can't do phenomenal things. But before we get there, yeah, before we get, oh, right. in your words, uh -huh. who is Wayne Wayne O'Clock? Oh man. Who is Wayne Wayne O'Clock? I'm a lot of things, man. I'm a I'm a father, my husband, I'm a um a son, a brother. I, I just I look at myself as like um now when I pop my shit to myself about myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just that I look at myself as like a, a, a an example, yeah. right? As an example. Like a lot of the things that you said about me kinda define me. Mm -hmm. But like um I really look at myself as an example, like being from the hood. I, I didn't have a lot of representation I saw of what I could be, so I used my imagination a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what, what people can see me and like, like this ain't no secret. Like a lot of people think I just fell onto the earth when I started doing media or something. Okay. Like I could take people to every block I've ever lived on, every school I've ever went to from elementary up to high school, um, the middle school, all of that. I could tell all my, my trials and tribulations, but to be able to see me, I, I try to be an example for the younger people, yeah. men and women. You yeah. know what I mean? Because when you're growing up, you looking at shit to, to try to figure out what do you want to do in life. Right. And for me, I was Michael Jordan. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Kadeem Hardison. I wanted to be yeah, Kadeem yeah, Hardison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, honestly, I, I try to I pride myself on being an example that that young men and women could look at and be like, damn, he went through that, or like you know, um, he 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 lived here. Like he's having these types of things that is on his mind. That's on my mind. Yeah. I could do. What he's doing, if not better. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so, and so, take us to through your start uh, in the music business, right? Because, like, mm -hmm. um, you know, you 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 don't have a you don't have a college degree. I don't have uh, a high school degree. I'm about to say, yeah. right? You 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 high don't have a college degree. Yeah. 
don't have a high school diploma. Yeah. Um, but I think every person in the music business knows who Wayno is. Um, anybody on a high level, um, I mean, honestly, like there are people for, on a music tip mm-hmm. that you've said you wasn't even working with them. You were like, "Oh, this person's gonna as a star. That person's a star." Yeah. You might have posted them or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, "Oh wow, this like like yeah. this." I'm like, "Yo, this dude like when when, when some, I, like Bobby Smurder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the first person I, on 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 everything. Yeah. You you posted a video of Bobby Smurder. And I want to say he had maybe like a hundred thousand, maybe less than that. It was a, it was a, it was early because my friend my friend from his neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah one of my yeah. friends from his neighborhood. And and mm. and so and so I'm I'm looking at that and then you like yo this kid is a star, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. I mean you know mega star. And so talk to us about like how'd you get into the music business and um and and, and how'd you get this ear for music to be able to tell who's a star, what's a star, you know? Well, I I, I take this take it all the way back to me being a child yeah right like the first song I can remember like really hearing and learning was like walk this way mm. or run DMC and Aerosmith when mm. I was little and then like salt and pepper push it like video music box yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean like that was my that was everything before MTV was around or rap city was video music box with DJ Marv McDaniels mm-hmm. and like um when I saw the movie Juice, my mom took me to see Juice when I was like around like nine. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a DJ because mm-hmm. of Q. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he was yeah. the coolest person in the mil- yeah, in the movie. Right. And then from there, it's like later on in life, like going at, being in high school. I I didn't know what the word career meant until I was in my twenties, because mm-hmm. I didn't like I, I had a, a a few things that I went through as a child where we moved around in different places, and I didn't really have stability. Yeah. So like um, I found my peace with music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I when I didn't have a Walkman. The way I would hear songs is I would just memorize the songs and sing them in my head mm-hmm. to listen to them. Yeah, what's basically. a Walkman for those who don't know? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 if you're 20 years old, right, you probably never right, seen a Walkman right. before. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? But um, you know, just just listening to mixtapes, buying DJ Clue before DJ Clue was like the biggest thing. I mean, he yeah. was big, but like in the streets when I was a kid. Right. Um, my ear for music just came from my love for music. Yeah. And like the way I got into music was, you remember when, when Magic Johnson Theater oh, opened, yeah, right, in Harlem? Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to chill on 18th and Manhattan Ave. Mm-hmm. And everybody over there, when Backstage came out, we all, everybody from the block, we all went over there to go see the movie. And when I saw it, I just like, I, of course I knew who Jay-Z was and DMX. Because yeah. DMX was in Harlem all the time yeah, and yeah, Red yeah. Man and Method Man. But when I started seeing like Tata and Lenny Yes and Skain and like, um, murder, uh, Tata's younger brother, all these people that's behind the scenes, yeah. like, I felt like I looked like them. Mm. And I was like, damn, I wonder what they do. And I was mm. like, I was like, I-, I could be one of them. Like, you know mm. what I mean? So yeah. I was like, all right, th- that's when I made my decision that I wanted to be in music. Mm. And then ironically, like, you know, I had dropped out of high school in the ninth grade. I was going to GED school. And I was telling, me and my mom was joking about this the other day. I was telling her, like, it got to the point when I was in school when they were, I don't know what happened with my mind, with my brain, but like when they would write work on, I couldn't, it's like they were speaking another language. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even understand what they were trying to teach me. And I told my mother, I said, Ma, I don't know if it's something wrong with me, but I don't understand what they, they saying. Yeah. So her whole thing was like, yo, if you're going to like, if you're going to be living in my house, you're getting older now, you got to, if you're not going to school, you got to work. You yeah. got to do something. Yeah. And my mom, like, you know, she knew I was dibbling and dabbling in the streets and all that. She wanted to keep me out of, from getting locked up, mm-hmm. you know, getting killed. So... She got helped me get a job interview, and I get a, a um an interview at uh, eight twenty five Eighth Avenue Worldwide Plaza, where 
Rockefeller and Def Jam and Murder Inc. and all that is, I get the job and I'm in that building. The yeah. same, everybody that was on backstage was in that building. Mm, wow. And wow. that's like, that's, I feel like that's um, manif manifestation. Manifestation, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. But it's also yeah. like, it's, it's it's a culmination of things, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but yeah. that's that's how I got my start, just being in the mailroom. Yeah, and then so now you're in the mailroom. Mm -hmm. uh, take take us through, you know, how do you get from the mailroom to now, you know, working, you know, in Rockefeller? Well, I mean, it, yo, it was the most... So when I first got there, you know, they take you around and they showing you your route. Yeah. So my route, I had, like, the 20th floor is the royalty department. Mm -hmm. And then we go around and it was, like, all these red posters. I think this one Ja Rule had put out, like, Pain is Love. Mm -hmm. And I see, like, these CDs on the wall and they say Irv Gotti and Chris Gotti and BJ. And, and I was, like, because I, I used to read all the credits. And I'm, like, this the same people? I thought, like, I ain't going to lie, bro. I mean, I, I didn't think I was being punk, but I was, like... This not real, right. like, like I didn't know that music, like rappers had labels. I didn't know none of that. Yeah, yeah. So like, I started asking the guy. Like, at this time, I'm 17. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, yo, this the the building where? And he like, yeah, like I'm bugging. Like, right, right. I go home the day I go home. I tell my mom, like, yo, mom, watch. I'm gonna get. I don't know how, but I'm gonna get into it. I'm gonna yeah, get into it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I uh, what helped me was I was the youngest person in the mailroom. All the guys that was in there was in their 20s, but I was like the youngest guy, and like, I would um. Omieli McIntosh, she ran Jay-Z's fan club, Fan Fam. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, this is when kids is writing letters like, yo, I would love to meet you and sending letters and she's sending t-shirts or sending um merch items and all of that. Mm -hmm. And um I would just help her after work with, with shipping. Cause mm -hmm. I knew the shipping, it was my job. So I would do anything they asked me. Like anything yeah. they asked, I was like, yo, I'll do whatever. I'll do anything it takes. And um from there I ended up getting fired from the mirror. Oh wow. Yeah. But the thing is, is this this lady, my boss at the time, her name was Grace. And she used to tell me that I was never gonna get a job up there. Mm. And I just was like, like you being a grown woman, how could you tell a child that they would never do something? Yeah. And I, like, I don't have, it's bad enough I don't have no academic right, education. Right, 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 you right. making me feel like shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, yeah. You're telling me I can't do something yeah. that my heart desires. Yeah. So it, it burned me, I was like, I'm gonna show her. Right. I'm gonna show, and, and then also my mom, when, as I was growing up, she always was telling me, like I understood what the streets was. Yeah. And I started getting in the streets when I was like 14. My mom was trying to send me down to, to live with my aunt in South Carolina and all that. And I knew that if I could do something to, to keep me out of the streets mm -hmm. and do something to make my mom happy, mm -hmm. then I didn't have to go live in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. No yeah, disrespect yeah, to South yeah, Carolina, yeah, yeah. but I didn't want to go live with my Respectfully, aunt. Respectfully, yeah. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I stopped, you know, the little gang banging stuff I was doing and yeah. little hustling stuff I was doing. And I, I, I locked in on working. I got fired from the mailroom and then I had the relationship with people up at... Um, Rockefeller and um, Family Tree, which mm -hmm. was uh, the management company that had Outkast. Mm -hmm. I was really cool with them. I, I was cool with people at Murder Inc. I just was, I was a young kid, yeah, so everybody yeah. like kind of liked me because I was young. Like yeah. the older dudes, it was dudes in the mirror when I was rapping and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, and they grown men, so yeah. they, they curving them. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, 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 that's yeah. how I, I pretty much got myself in there. And then so now you 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 at Rockefeller. Tell us tell us like uh, you know you know. Uh, Cause I, cause I know you, you, you've done some A and R, you mm -hmm. know, within that. You know, how, how'd you get to that, to that space? So I, when I first, I was working at, I, I left the, once I left the, the mailroom, I was working at a sneaker store around my block, and, and that didn't work out. And then I just asked uh, Shari, Shari Bryant. Yeah. You know, she was um, the assistant to Carlene, who was Jay Damon's Biggs assistant. I just called her one day and was like, Yo, I, I'll, I'll, whatever y'all need me to do, I don't care what it is. I want to try, try whatever I can. Mm -hmm. Can I come to the office? And she like, yeah. So I go to the office. I'm thinking immediately. Yeah. I'm listening to beats, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just sitting around and like. 
somebody behind yo Beanie Siegel hungry go to McDonald's yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean yeah, yeah. like, like uh, young Chris uh, he wanted Bo Jackson his his the, the money go pick him up for Foot Locker right, right. but what I did was every time I had to do one of those things of course I did it fast but mm -hmm. I would also like by the time I had to bring the food or the sneakers to the artist like I would just talk to him a little bit mm -hmm. you know what I mean and um that led me I mean I said this on an interview I did before one day I was just so bored I seen Beanie Siegel's mother's name on a on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Like I seen, I had the paper with all these managers. So she was the manager for everybody on state property. So I was so bored and I didn't have nothing. To do. I was like, what, "What's the worst that could happen?" I called her, mm -hmm. and I just told her that I was, you know, working in the in the in the office. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I'm a fan of them, and I feel like they could be doing more. And then that led to like a 20 minute conversation. Wow! Like it could have went like, "What? You called me? Right, right. Boom!" Right, and then I'm right. fired. Yeah. She was like, yo, I feel like they could do more too. Yeah. Like they could, they should be doing this. They should be doing that. And mm -hmm. you know, like, um, if you want to go to the studio, just let them know I let you, I told you to go. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I, I first started going to the studio, I got in trouble for that. Cause I wasn't authorized through Shari. That's who I came through. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I would, I'm in the, I'm in the room and Jay and yeah. Dame right. and all types of people. I'm the, and they looking like, <laughs> who is this guy? Right, this kid right, right, just sitting yeah. in here, you yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, uh, eventually when I was called upon for um, me to do things, I just, I prided myself on being resourceful. Yeah. Whatever you needed, I would do. So yeah. I just, um, when you need beats, I would find the beats. I would listen to every CD in the, in the office. I would go buy, go uptown. Remember Ali from uh, Vasquez? I would go buy the mixtape, the the the, uh, the the CDs. Yeah, I don't know where Ali at, but shout out to Ali, man. But I would go get my uh, the instrumentals and bring them down so they could do freestyles. Yeah. So that's what that's what led me to like them giving me an A&R. Well, Big Face Gary, I gotta give Big Face Gary his credit. One day I was in an office not doing nothing. He told me come with him and then he made me his assistant. Hey, how you guys doing? Hold on, hold on, don't press that button because that's what I do every time I'm looking at an ad that I don't want to see. This ad just happened to be life-changing. I just happen to own one of the biggest home healthcare companies in the state of Georgia. I can help you create your own. Just to give you a little bit of insight, I send out registered nurses, LPNs, and CNAs to take care of people inside of the homes that cannot take care of themselves. But guess what? You don't have to have any medical background and you don't have to have any medical knowledge. So if you're wanting to change your life and you have a passion for actually taking care of people, then go ahead and sign up for Home Healthcare Blueprint. I'll see you guys later. Wow, wow. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if, I, if I hear you correctly, man, there's a lot of parallels around relationships, mm -hmm. around um, being of service. Um, I think if you marry those two, yeah. right, it, it, would, you, would you say that has been the key to your success? Absolutely, yeah. bro. Everything, you know, People think that, and I, I don't want to like um, downplay myself. Yeah. But people think that like I'm this, I was this person that had like this amazing master plan, and right. it just went absolutely the way I wanted it to do, and that's yeah. not the case. Yeah. Everything that I've done over the past, I say more recently, like the past five to seven, the past seven years, yeah. has been based on like my me. Um, I don't like the word humble mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like the word humble is like a ceiling for people. Right. So I'll just say like, hmm, I'm trying to figure out how to word it. But whatever. I'll say that my personality and because I'm able to build relationships and be resourceful and I don't mind, like, I'm the guy who like when I played sports as a kid, I never started on a basketball team. Yeah. So when I came, when I, I learned that when I was young, like when you come in, you're not coming to like you're not coming in here to do all that shit you watching 
Michael Jordan do. Right, 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 right. You come in here to do one or two things, and then you out the game. Yeah. So I never mind being the person that can only do the one or two things. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I adapted that into my business sense, and like I play my role. Yeah. And that, that's had, that's put me into an executive seat. That's yep. put me into. A, a, a seat on media like yeah. that's put me in I, I never I didn't plan for this stuff yep, it's just yep. like I'm going along and I'm like wow okay I'll, I'll learn that once it comes yeah you know? and, and so and so run, run your resume real quick right so uh triangle offense Dave East uh everyday struggle Amazon right like and and yeah. like your foot locker you doing foot locker like you well, doing, I, you, so, you doing a lot bro well it, it goes in a it kind of chronological order. Yeah. Like after Rockefeller split up, I went back to working a regular job. The yeah. only skill I had was mailroom, so I ended up in the mailroom at Pfizer. Mm -hmm. Then I ended up in the mailroom at Channel Eleven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I uh, after that, like I just I was trying to figure out what I was gonna do. I become a parent and all of that, and mm -hmm. like I'm a young parent. I'm like, I have kids, but I don't know how dudes don't take care of their kids. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I gotta provide for my family, and I'm just doing whatever. But I was trying to get back into music and I couldn't. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking people like for not just for a job, but for opportunity again. And they like, ah, you know, I didn't know that it was like what you did yesterday. Right. I thought that because I was good for what I did six years ago, five years ago, that I would have merit today, but it didn't. Yeah. So I started my management company, Triangle Offense. My first clients was Buddha and Grand, some mm -hmm. producers from uh, the Bronx and Queens, and um, we started doing stuff. But I, I couldn't get, I couldn't sell none of their beats yeah. because at this time it's like early 2010s. It's hard to sell beat. Like now we in the like the Dat Piff era where right. people just taking songs and just putting them out however. Mm -hmm. They're not clearing nothing. So we giving away 20 beats to sell one. Yeah. So I was like, yo, if I could find one artist that could rap over these beats, then I could make them money, I could make the artist money. Mm -hmm. So then I found Dave East mm -hmm. um and I started managing him. Mm -hmm. And um like year one, it was like we I helped him ANR's project. He had it pretty much done, but I helped with a couple of things. Mm -hmm. Year two, we we uh came to Atlanta and did the Gangsta Grills with with um DJ Drama. DJ Drama. Um, went on tour. Year three, did the Double XL Freshman, all of that, and then um we signed to Dale, changed our lives, mm -hmm. moves moves us out the hood. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then from there, you know, Everyday Struggle came a little bit after. Yeah. Um, bro, I that happened. Yeah, how did that happen? Cause I cause like you know, I was watching Everyday Struggle yeah, every day exactly. when Joe was yeah, on. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was um. I grew up a fan of Star. Yeah, yeah. And Star replaced Joe. Mm -hmm. And me and Nadeska was cool because uh, she had interviewed Dave when she was at MTV. Mm -hmm. So, I, like, the same, I keep relationships. relationships like, I always, yeah. I'm the person that, like, and I'm not doing it because I want something. Right. I'm just a, like, I'm a, I'm a human being. Like, I was raised with, I was raised around love by my mother and my grandmother. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to check on people if I like you. I'm going to see mm -hmm. how you're doing. Whether mm -hmm. you respond or not, I'm going to yeah. just see what's up. Yeah. And, and her and Star was having, like, friction on the set. Mm -hmm. And, and she was talking her shit, and I was like, I texted her like, yo, yeah, talk yeah, it. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. she hit me like a week later and was like, yo, my fault. I didn't hit you back, da, da, but yeah. how you been? And I'm like, I'm cool, just figuring out, because at this time, I'm not working with Dave anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm like, um, she's like, what you doing? And I'm like, nothing much, you know? She was like, you should come and debate with us one day. And I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. So yeah. I started, I was I was building out my merch on, on Triangle Offense. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm just going there to talk and wear a hat. Yeah. I went there, and I never left. Mm -hmm. First yeah. day, they was like, would you come back? And I'm like, what you mean come back? Like, come back for what? Right. And they like, would you audition? And I'm like, audition for what? Right. Like, you want me to be on? And they like, yeah, we want you to be on the show. And yeah. I was like, I, I never, my, growing up, I always wanted to be like a guy that nobody knew that was rich. Yeah. So, like, at this time, I just was put in a position where I needed to make some money. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I just got to get on camera. Yeah. So I was like, let me get on camera and, 
I, I'm gonna talk the same way I talk on the block or the barbershop. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? And, yeah. and that's what we did. Yeah, and then so Everyday Struggle, uh, 300 plus episodes. Yeah, man, we did, I did that for three. I did I actually did the show longer than Joe Button did the wow, show. Wow, wow, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, you know, that that finished, and um, uh, I had met somebody from Amazon, my man Tim, Tim Henshaw. Yeah. I had met him at a party, a Grammy party in LA, like 2019, January, and we just was talking, just what's up? Like, yeah. just talking getting cool with each other and he's asking me if I had ideas for stuff and I was sharing mm -hmm. and then like we just talked for a year bro just really talked and then when everyday struggle was finishing I told him I'm like yo it's you know it's about to be a rap and he's like all right perfect here go your contract oh wow you know what I mean yeah. and and I didn't know that it was gonna I thought I was just gonna be a correspondent yeah doing um you know interviews for them like meantime and between time and yeah. their vision for me was a little bit bigger they was like yo we want to give you your own show and I'm like me like you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, word yeah, like yeah, yeah. but I learned a lot from academics though right. a lot of people might not like him or yeah. like his style of media but yeah. he taught me a lot about the business about how leveraging how me being on that show with him yeah. and you know take it he like yo just take it and run with it yeah. and I did that from yeah. date like the moment I got in there a, a two months late three months later I was at Made in America yeah, yeah, yeah. like yo this is Wayne O'Hare you know what <laughs> right. I mean I'm at Made in America like, I, I, I never did that in my yeah, life exactly. I'm like yeah, yeah. so I'm just hustling like yeah, you know what yeah, I mean just yeah. Yeah. I'm always moving to the next thing. And and, and how, how has media uh, helped or how have you been able to leverage media, right? So everybody didn't know me. Yeah. So what media did for me was it was like uh, it opened up the conversation because I, I, I'm not trying to slight nobody in the media space. I yeah. feel like I'm in my own space. I don't try. I like to compete, but I don't right. feel like I'm competing against nobody because one of my friends told me, he's like, yo, you don't make viral content. You make mm -hmm. like substance content. Mm -hmm. So like because of where I come from, where we come from, we yeah. know how it is. Like yeah. I'm not getting on no camera talking silly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was raised, like, even though, like, my wife from the West Side, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I was raised around a lot of... Salute to your wife. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, you know what I mean? She's from 480, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, So, like, yeah. like, I was raised around a lot of, like, like men who was, like, you know how 8th Ave was yeah, yeah, in the yeah. 90s, bro? Yeah, like, yeah. a lot of dudes, again, and I'm not talking about from the street level. Right. I seen, it was, Tyson Beckford used to chill on 133rd and 8th right. when I was a kid, and right. this dude that was his man used to throw block parties yeah. and... and I seen Big Russ with the barbershop, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I was raised around men where, where I seen strong men that whenever I seen them open up their mouth, they wasn't disrespecting women, yeah. they wasn't talking crazy. So yeah. me getting on a camera, I'm not talking silly. Right. Yeah. So the media, once I started doing media, there's a lot of dudes that's like, whether they from the street yeah. or whether they in corporate, they was just like, yo, man, like. You feel real to us, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I don't, pro I'm not a self-proclaimed real, you know, right, none of that. Right, like right, I, right. I'm who my mother raised me to right, be. Yeah. But like, uh, it, it helped me in the sense that it, it brought me leverage to to do other things. So yeah. it's like, I, I used three years of everyday struggle to leverage my um, Amazon deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm on Amazon and hopefully they treat me very good. I'm about to say, cause hold on, don't, cause I know, cause look, I'm gonna talk my ish for you, right? right? Hey yo, you got a billboard yeah. in Times Square, fam. Every episode that I've done, I've had Yo, a listen, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. My man don't got no college degree. <laughs> my man ain't finished high school, yeah. dropped out in the ninth grade. Yeah. We from, we, yo, we from the island yeah, of Manhattan. Yes, we are. And yeah. you got a billboard in Times Square. Times Square every episode. I got a bill. I've had a billboard. billboard. Yeah. Um, what was really real, real eye opening for it was um, when my kids was down there. My kids like taped it, and my daughter, my oldest daughter, 
She was like, "Y'all fathers ain't on no bit." You know what I mean? I, it's, yeah. it's, it's a good, it's a good. Yeah, I just feeling. got goosebumps when you just go. My daughter, thirteen, B. Yeah. I just got goosebumps just nah, now bro, when you said that, bro. You know what it is though? It's like I understood, like I, I understood very, like I understood that the world wasn't about me. Yeah. I was the only child from my mother for ten years until yeah. she had my sister. My dad. It's eight of us from eight different women. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. But back, back out the way, though. Yeah, my my, my pop. I lost yeah, my pops last year. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, oh. I lost my pops last year. But so the thing about my pops, what I learned from him was like, my my pops is he's a street dude yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. a hustler. And his yeah. whole thing was like, yo, just keep going, yeah, yeah, keep yeah. going, keep going. So even with like the billboards, that's cool. The the you know the the, the views is cool. The interviews is cool. But like. What I'm doing is I'm trying to, it's, it's going to be one day when I'm an older man. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm doing, I'm trying to position myself so that it's going to be a day when I got to, like, it's not a secret. Yeah. I got to leave this earth. Facts. But yeah. the, when I do, I want my kids to be able to have that property, yeah. this property, yeah. that trust, yep. that trust, yep. so that their kids can be good. Like, I want yeah. them to be like, yo, your grandfather was that. <laughs> like, you know what I <laughs> mean? Right, 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 that's, right. that's what my, I'm 38, I'm yeah. about, I'll be 39 in December. That's where my mind at right yeah, now. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. So I'm not playing with this. Like, yeah, for real. yeah. And so, and so now, I mean, you even had executive positions yeah. within labels, yeah, yeah, yeah. vice president, a yeah, yeah. I was vice president, I was vice president at Asylum. Yeah. Um, yeah, I over there, if anybody's familiar with Sada Baby, uh, we we did the whole lot of Choppers record. I mean, we did a lot of work in between that. I signed a few acts um, over there, but the most successful record was the whole lot of Choppers with the Nicki remix. Mm -hmm. It went gold beginning this year. Hopefully, it goes platinum. Yep. You know what I mean? I was that's my actually my first plaque that I was able to like. I was around for plaques at Rockefeller, but I didn't get the you know how that goes. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, but but um, that was my first plaque I did on my own. Putting together a play with, yeah. with my brother Sada Baby, so yeah. I'm very grateful for that. You yeah. know what I mean, grateful, really, really grateful for everybody at Asylum. Yeah. You know what I mean, but yeah, man, I'm I'm just working, man. Yeah. Like, I just... And, and, and talk and, and and so talk about some of them artists because you still have artists now. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, not so much. I got yeah. it's a few things. I, I wish I could debut yeah, yeah, here, but I yeah, can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, it's all good. It's, all good. it's it's it, there is a few things that I'm working on. I mean, I I have another artist named D Munoz. He's over at Epic Records. He's yeah. a trying to go offense artist. Very dope. Um, he's from Bayonne, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, um, but right now, I, I, I've been really working on myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you know a lot of times when people don't see you, right. they think like, oh, he Hollywood, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. this, and he that. Dog. Yeah. I just told you what my mindset is. I don't know where everybody else's right. mindset is. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm working on myself. I'm just trying to be a better man yeah. more than anything. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. that's 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 where my mind is at. And it, it's, anything you do great, yeah. bread comes with that. Yeah. Accolades come with that. I'm just focused on being great yeah mm -hmm. and so and so what advice would you have for somebody right mm -hmm. um, who is um, you know trying to get into music right mm -hmm. who's trying to get into music whether it's as an artist or even behind the scenes because I feel like um, what you have done mm -hmm. is shown right like everybody want to be a rapper everybody want to say I want to be an artist yeah but in order to be an artist you there, there's a whole support system behind the artist and there's there's uh, Money behind that, like tons it's, of it's money. Actually, more could be more lucrative being behind the scenes than being. In front oh, of absolutely. The yeah, 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 I, yeah. Yo, the thing is, is that you know, there's not many things that um, I specifically say like black and brown people can point at and say that's ours, mm -hmm. right? Like, is is in, in, in this on this in this country? Yeah, it's not many like um, professions. I mean, yeah. that we could point at and say this is something that. Like we built and we control, like we are. This it doesn't work without us. And yeah. music is one of those things. And 
what I really, really, really stress to anybody that's really trying to get into it, mm -hmm. understand that this is not a game. It is mm -hmm. a business mm -hmm. and it is a, a real business and it's a business structure. Yeah. It's I know it looks fun when everybody's throwing up gang signs yeah. and and having fun in the video and people pouring champagne on the ladies and they dancing in the pool. That, all that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But there's a budget for that. Actually. You know what I'm saying? Like there's allocation of funds for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and those funds are spent to make more funding. Mm. So I really stress that like my advice to somebody that's trying to get in is that before you even get in, mm. while it might be a dream and this is that and the third, you have to understand that there's a that this is a business. And yeah. one of the things that keeps business running is professionalism. Mm. I mean, being being on time doing your work, asking if more work needs to be done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, get into the goal, and once you get to it, don't get married to the goal, work on the next one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the biggest thing that's missing from hip-hop culture is the, 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 the um, yearning and the drive to understand the business. Mm -hmm. Now, this episode is sponsored by Greenwood Bank. Everybody want money. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you can make money doing anything. Like, I mean, you hit your head on the wall in the wrong place, you're going to make some money. Right, right. You know what I mean? But, but the, the, the real thing about music business is that it's music business. Right. Like, nobody's not signing you because you have this sob story yeah. and they want to be your friend. No, they want to monetize. Yeah. It's no different than you going to college. College monetizes off of you being, in, being there, too. Yeah. That tuition is paying somebody's salary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my, my biggest thing is that learn this business become a student of the game, mm -hmm. hone in on your craft. If that craft may be management, that craft might be um, music, or that craft might be something you don't know what it is yet, mm -hmm. just just jump in that pool and don't be scared. Yeah, you going, yeah. you going, you might get to the bottom, but you're going to swim back up if right. you if you build for it. Right, and and, and build relationships. Build rela relationships yeah. is the most that's important. Most important. Yeah. I mean, that's the, yo, if you if you look at, um, man, you look at, we talk like it's a finance show. Mm -hmm. Look at anybody who's rich, man. Yeah, you yeah. look at I'm talking wealthy. Let's not say right. just wealthy people because we aspire. Yeah. Rich is such a commonly used word because yeah. people get a couple dollars and think they're rich. They're rich. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. wealthy, so you look at everybody who's and I hate the, the the thing that oh you can't get money with your friends mm -hmm. or you can't get that's money with good. people you love. That's yeah. a that's, that's a, a misconception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can it's when people understand their role. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. If 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 you're gonna take the the la I don't care if you taking the last second shot as yeah. long as we win the game. Right. right. Now I'm gonna cheer you on. Yeah. Now the moment where you're not cheering for the person taking the shot, yeah. that's when you got a problem. Yeah, 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 you feel yeah, me? Yeah. But like, man, it's so important to understand that this is something that could really change everything around you. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. And go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, you know, cause 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 one of the things that you know, um, I appreciate about you mm -hmm. um, is that because of your level of professionalism, mm -hmm. because of your level of building relationships, um, you were not only able to monetize from a music perspective, mm -hmm. um, brands are happy to yo, connect with you. You know, like you had a yo, you, yo, come on, bro, you had a Reebok deal. Well, no, so look, or, yeah. I was a brand ambassador okay, for Reebok, right. so I, I'm happy that you brought that yeah, back yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the thing is with the this is what I learned with doing brands, right? When I was managing Davies, mm -hmm. they was paying us brands were paying like I used to argue with this, with with their head. Tell you if you ever interview him, he used to come to every show with his hat like this and his hoodie on his head. You couldn't see his face. Right. I'm comfortable with who I am. I'm like, yo, bro, you're not an ugly dude. Right, like, like, right. show your face right. so that these ladies can see you, these dudes can understand who you is. Like, right. show your face. Yeah. Once he started showing his face, and then my, my man who was a photographer, we just met him on a whim, like, doing a little promo tour. Mm -hmm. 
he came around and started shooting pictures, it changed everything for us. Yeah. Yo, brands started paying us more money than we was making off of shows. Wow. I couldn't believe it. Wow. Like, I thought they was playing. Like, bro, a, a brand called us one day and was like, they was like, yeah, I, I, relationships. Yeah. But I, I was at some, something, somebody introduced me to somebody at New Balance. They like, um, yeah, uh, we, we want Dave to uh, wear this jacket and these shoes. Um, we got a budget for it. Is that okay? I'm like, yeah. They like, is thirty thousand enough? I said, uh, yo, I put the phone. I was like, thirty. We would have wore that shit if they would have gave it to us. Like, you feel me? Like, we'd have wore that shit anyway. Right, right. I said, yo, they gonna. They was like, yeah, we just want them to post two pictures, just two pictures on Instagram. I was like, I was like, nah, bro. I was like, I thought again, like how I was in the mirror. I'm like, they not about to. Right, right, right. I didn't even negotiate exactly. it. I got, yo, I, bro, we was getting like ten bands of show at that time. Right, right, so right. ten, I'm getting two bands. Yeah. He getting eight. Yeah. My 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 commission off the thirty was six. Right. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, easy. I got. I, I was like, yo, I got twenty four bands for you. All you gotta do is take two pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He couldn't believe it. Right. Because so when we did it, it kind of set the standard. Because once once the brand seen that we did it, the yeah. brands knew what was up. Yeah. So they knew that they had to come correct. Mm, yeah. So it's like, all right, then Puma reaches out. Mm. You know what I mean? Then we start building with Puma. Yeah. But then New Balance is, we doing one offs with New Balance, mm. one offs with Puma. Bro, I made more money in one year. We probably made more money off of one year between New Balance and Puma than we did doing shows. Wow. We made a lot of money because yeah. we, we, we got a Puma deal, all yeah. of that. Yeah. And so the thing that what a lot of people don't understand is the deliverables, the yeah. ask. Absolutely. Sometimes... It's hard to get art. I don't know why artists don't want to promote themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once I became media mm -hmm. and I understood that business model yeah. and brands started coming to me, yeah. it's the best day. Facts, what? Facts. Yeah. I, bro, the same, not the same exact bread, right. but I, I make rapper money right. doing stuff with brands. Facts, yeah. So like the, the Foot Locker thing, like it, was, it, was, it wasn't, and it's not that just That was a big a, deal though. Like, I almost shed a thug tear. Be yeah, like, yeah, you on, yeah. yo, you on the streets of Harlem. Yeah, yeah. I did it on my block. I did it on, on, on 19th and Lexington. On 19th and Lex. Yeah. I, I shot, it was freezing. Oh, man. It was yo, freezing. And, day, Foot Lock, and I, when I saw that, I said, yo. Yeah. 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 So when I did the thing with Foot Lock, I mean, the, what had happened was I had already worked with what artists, a lot of artists don't realize is that, like, it pays to be good in those situations because they always gonna be good with the manager. Right, right. Yo, artists right, get yeah. artists is a machine. Yeah, bro, one bad summer and you're done. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you would never see you never work in this town again <laughs> one bad summer. That's it. So the thing about it is, is that I had done work with another artist. I would, I had managed later on T.J. Porter mm -hmm. with uh with 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 Foot Locker where um. We gave away a hundred pairs of the Concord Elevens when they retro them with the forty-five on the back to kids in Harlem. Again, I'm mixing and mingling with the people in the, in the marketing at Foot Lock and all of that. See, when you are artist, it pays to like, you know, be cordial, yeah. be nice. When they ask you to post what you need to post, mm -hmm. post it because yeah. they're gonna make sure the money is right. Right. The brands have money that they have to spend yeah. to promote their product, to promote what they're doing, to, to do cool stuff in the culture mm -hmm. that keeps it moving. So once they started coming to me for it, like, yeah, Wayne, we would, like a, a brand reached out to me recently, um, a, a, like a, a, a roll up. Uh -huh. But I told them, I said, like, I appreciate y'all considering me, but I don't smoke. Right. So I'm not, like, I'm not taking no bread to do something with your company when it don't represent, and I'm not, I don't knock nobody who right, smoke, right. but that's not what I do. Yeah. So I don't want to misrepresent myself because down the line, I'm not going to get the bread that I want from an iced tea company that right. I want. Exactly. Because I did that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, 
did stuff with Foot Locker. I just did so I did something with um I did something with Foot Locker. I did stuff with Adidas and Foot Locker. I just had a, a mini series um called uh Form Fridays where I talked to creatives, you know what I mean? I did that. They shouts out to, to Camp Grizzly, that marketing company in Foot Locker. Y'all helped me a lot this yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah. You you feel me? Yeah, like yeah. so it's it's yeah. bro, it's 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 a beautiful thing when you know how to work, you know, work your space, when yeah. you know who you are and you're not trying to do nothing that you don't need to be doing and you could just get in and get out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. no, I love that. I love that. And then so you know what, you know, we're we're I mean, I don't even know if we in a pandemic, we passed the pandemic, right? We like, still in it, but yeah, yeah, you know, and and so you know, there there've been some people who have done well, and mm -hmm. some people who uh, are still trying to figure things out. Right. What, what advice would you give to an entrepreneur um, who's trying to figure out, you know, how to make decisions during tough times? I say, uh, trust your gut, mm. trust your heart, yeah. but put people around you. If you're an entrepreneur. Even if your vision is small, you might not even have the the, the, the money to fund it, but just the ideas. Mm -hmm. Get people around you that believe in the vision. Because mm -hmm. that's what I did when I built Triangle Offense. I didn't have, yo, yo when I had Dave, yeah. people thought that I had like a crazy budget. Yeah, yeah. They seeing us here, 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 here. Bro, we was both in the pride. I was living in Harlem River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dave was living in Ravenswood and Queens. Yeah. We did not have no bread, but the right. thing about it was I, I went to a, um, a director. I'm like, yo. This kid is going to be one of them ones. Yeah. Get with us. Yeah. He believed. He made money out that situation. Right. Producers. Right. So I would say for, you know, entrepreneurs is like put people around you that can like you, you might have the vision. But if the vision is the vehicle, you need gas. Mm. You need wheels. Mm. You need the right nuts and bolts on, your, on, the, on the vehicle so that this joint don't fall apart on the road. Yeah, yeah. You need that. So you got to put that around you. Yeah. you. You might be the drive, but you yeah. need all of those intricate parts that make it work. If you don't have that, then... You know what I mean? 100% of zero is still zero. Right, fact. You feel right. me? Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. And then what, what, what would you say to that person who has a nine to five uh, that wants to get into entrepreneurship, right? Because like you right now, full-time entrepreneur, uh, you eat what you kill, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, not everybody, you know, you don't got, you got to have the right stomach for that. Yeah, you, know you do, saying? you do, yo. Uh, and so you got somebody who got a nine to five who wants to be an entrepreneur. What advice would you give them? I would tell them... Um, um, first off, you you can't you, you can't be scared. Mm. You can't be scared. You have to be comfortable with, with losing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you have to be comfortable with, with losing because you're going you're going to lose. Yeah. It's inevitable. Right. You know what I mean? Like like you look at anybody's win percentage. You see a lot whoever's the best winner's got a lot of wins, but they got a lot of losses, losses. too. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that like if you if you have a nine to five, don't get discouraged by that. Mm. If depending on what nine to five you win, learn a structure. You know what I mean? Learn a structure. Learn learn whatever structure that you can't take and apply. I mean, I say this all the time, and it's like it's not a bragging point. I learned structure by being in a gang. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know I mean, I learned I learned like how to take orders by being in a gang. Mm -hmm. This is the the head dude. Yeah. He's the big homie. Yeah. You 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 follow this order, and even though it was something negative, I found my positive in that. Yeah. Like I, I learned how to structure how I wanted to build my business model with something positive. Yeah. So I would say like you know. For a person that's working a nine to five that wants to be an entrepreneur, plan your work and work your plan. Mm, mm. Mm. No, I love that. I love that. I love yeah. that. And so now, you know, uh, thirty eight, about to be thirty nine years yeah, a old. Couple months, man. You know what I mean? God's will. Yep. <laughs> um, if you could go back and talk to eighteen year old Wayno, what, what advice are you giving eighteen year old Wayno? <laughs> I would tell. <laughs> Cause I'm thinking about myself at 18, Thanks, bro. Man. I was, you know, what's crazy. Yeah. Today I just found a pair of sneakers from when I was 18. Yeah. 
that I still have. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. a pair of wow. drum ones that I got. Oh. So I would say, for 18-year-old Wayne, though, stop rushing, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Remember how Nelly said, you ain't from Russia, so why you rushing? <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> Stop right. rushing, man. It's going to be all right. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it's going to be cool. Just pace yourself, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, but it's also, you have people who do give out that advice. The thing about it is, is like, you know, when you're young, um, it's hard to see next week, mm -hmm. depending on how you're living. Yeah. It's, it's hard to see next week. So you're yeah. thinking, like, everything is hit the lotto. Right, right. Everything, I got to hit the lotto. Like, every, yeah. that's your mindset. It's right. like, it got to come. It got to come. Because if yeah. it don't, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But just just pace yourself, man. Like, and, what, and what's what's the, what's the secret to that, though, right? Because um, I, I, I have my secret. And we talked about this actually offline. Um, you know, I, I never really talked about my background and where I came from. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when people see me, uh, oh, yo, he was he was a banker for 15 years. Yo, he was a CEO of a credit union. Yo, he's a best-selling author. He's on television and all no that No disrespect, stuff. but they try to paint you like a square. Yo, facts. <laughs> you, right? You're not no square. And, 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 no. and, and so for me, I kind of was like, you know what? Let me let me share my story right. because I, I'm really from the block. Yeah, I'm that's really a fact. I'm really from the block, right? Um, and I've seen everything that anybody who has any street knowledge yeah. has seen and done. Um, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not. Right? But 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 somebody who's watching right now, uh -huh. who is in that element, who's like, damn, y'all rock with Ash Cash, I rock with Wayno, y'all the blueprint, y'all doing it. What what if like like how like I, I how, would, how do you get them out of that? All right, I was I would I would say that I had to stop adapting the mindset that life is short. Ooh. I had to stop adapting that mindset because, um. I always made this joke, right? Like people say life is short, but then you'd be like, "Man, I had a long day, mm. I had a long week, but it's, this this month is taking forever." Yeah. But when 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 tragedy strikes, we all know, right. life is short. Right. What I had to start thinking about is is like being here, mm. not like it, when you coming from the hood, because the hood is a mindset. It's yeah. not a place. Oh. It's say not that. a place. That, that shit is a mindset, yeah, bro. Yeah. Because the same hood that I grew up on, and I seen people have. This, this, down the third. They put a Starbucks right there. They put another little coffee shop right there, and a dog park and a zip car, uh, zip car, so you can't park right there no more. And that same, that same environment is not how it was. It was, yeah. but the mindset of the people still be the same in certain aspects. Yeah. So I had to get out of the mindset that like because like stop feeling sorry for myself. Mm. Like don't get me wrong. Like I, I, me and my, I tell my mom. My mom talk about all this stuff she wasn't able to do. I said, "Mom, it's okay. We was poor." I understand. Yeah. You did your best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But everything that you did by doing your best is why I am who I am today. Yeah. So what I had to do is stop feeling sorry for myself. Yeah. Start understanding that, like, even though something tragic might happen, that don't mean that, that, that that's your fate. Yeah. You know what I mean? That don't mean that that's your path. Yeah. Start, start, start thinking forward. Start, start living forward. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's what I started to do. And 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 even when it comes to finance, like I had to learn a lot too because that a lot of that that was coming from nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I blew a ton of bread. Right, right. Ton of right. I could have like I I bought my first house this year, but I could have bought a house, two houses already. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a learning curve. So that yeah. and I feel like the only way for us to get over that is like just start understanding that even though we come from the hood and we love that we love the hood, we love that mindset because I still love the hood. Yeah. But that's not the only mindset that exists out here. Yeah. You can amplify that mindset. It's a lot of geniuses in the hood yeah. with that mentality. But if we get the right education, which education don't only come from, from a school system. Yeah. Edu I'm very educated. Yeah. 
Now, um, when you start adding, it's like a, a recipe. You start, you know what I mean? You on the grill, you might try something new. You pour this on here and see yeah. what come out. Yeah. You, now, now you got something different. You got to start building new, men, new, new, new mentalities. Don't adapt that. You can't have no friends unless it was your man from kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If your man from kindergarten is sitting around all day doing nothing, talking about one day... <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Right. You see no problem. You got to, not saying that you got to not mess with him, but yeah. you need some new friends, right. man. You yeah, need yeah, some yeah. some people that can give you some perspective. So I say, just change your your mindset. Your mindset is like, like almost like the food you put in your body, man. If you don't eat the right food, you 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 going to break down just like the wrong gas in the wrong car. Oh, that's a bar. You know that's me? a bar. And so, so, so talk about money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so far, uh, you know, with all the success and all these checks coming in, uh, what's the most extravagant thing you've done with money so far? Well, the most extravagant thing I've done with money so far, yeah. move out, move out the, move out the projects. Yeah. Uh, move out the projects and buy a home. Mm, love it. Well, I moved out the projects and I rented for five years, then bought a home. Yeah. But um, I say those, that's the most extravagant. I, I don't, yo, bro. I, that's one thing. My, I got a business manager. Yeah, yeah. Me and her was talking the other day. She's like, yo, you really don't spend because yeah. I. Bro, I like I, I like simple stuff. Yeah, I'm a I, I'm a I'm a geek too. Like I love Star Wars yeah, memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. I buy the stuff I spend money on. People be like, you could buy that. Like I'll I'll spend six hundred fifty dollars on a, a metal Iron Man helmet before I, I before I put it towards a new Roly. Like you know what I mean? Like you know me. I love watches too. You know what I mean? But but the most the most extravagant thing I've done is buy a home and. Renovating the home, right, which right, is right. That's, that's amazing, oh my right. god, it look cool on yeah, HD. Yeah, yeah. It's fact, horrible, bro. Fact, fact. Lord. Fact, fact. <laughs> and so, and so, what would you say is the most impactful thing you've done with money so far? Be able to help my mother with anything she needs. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like that's my kid. I mean, my kids. You know, of course, family, immediate family. That's cool. But like being able to like my mom be like. I remember the first time my mom called me, like when I started making money like that, and she yeah. called me. It was like. It was this day I got the biggest check I ever got in my life, right? It was ridiculous, and like I don't know if like it just the 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 the, the, uh, the universe just brought everybody to me that day, but I felt so good. I gave everybody stuff. My mother called me like I don't know, I don't know how I'm a. I said, what is what? Huh? I, I went and seen my pops. I said I seen my pop. I gave him some money. He's like damn, what's this? I said I just made some bread. My little my little brother was there. I said you need. Huh? My assistant, huh? I just, but I, I didn't go beyond my means though. Right, right, right. Yeah, See, yeah. I, everything I get, that's one thing I do with my money. I yeah. don't spend nothing I can't spend ten times. Ooh. I don't spend my bread on like, like, material stuff. Like anything that I buy though, like whatever it is that I buy, unless I could buy it like ten times, yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah. Cause I used to adapt that. Like you know, when you young. You hear um, J.D. Kiss say, "Cop one for you and your man, so your shit smash." Like I believe, just buy two, but I don't. I, I don't literally buy two. I just right. adapt the mindset. Like I can't afford this. If I want a pair of sneakers that's gonna cost me two hundred fifty dollars, yeah. I can't buy them unless I made like five thousand dollars. Yeah. If I made five thousand, I could spend two fifty on yeah. a pair of sneakers because yeah. right. I'm tucking a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't even touch that unless it's. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. All right, so we're going to do a speed round. All right, okay. so the speed round, uh, we take uh, bank terms and we flip them for here inside the vault. Uh, and so the first term uh, is deposit slip. And so a deposit slip is, the, is the, the slip that you use. You go to the bank, you fill it out, you put money inside the bank. But for us, inside the vault, deposit slip is a money mistake, a, a, a slip up. What would you say is the biggest deposit slip that you've made so far? The, ooh, um, 
spinning before it got here. Oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> you you get you you know something coming in, you see all them zeros, you like, oh yeah. <laughs> Your business manager call you like, you know how much you owe the feds? Wow. Like, you don't wanna yeah, do that. Yeah, like, yeah, make yeah. sure them people get their money so you stay out here and yeah. keep being able to get it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, right. I say I say that like spinning before I got it. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's that hood young mindset. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Never seeing that you think. Is, you think I'm not never going to get this again, or it's never going to happen? Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, I got to do it before, like, like a volcano is going to erupt and destroy the world." Like, nah, bro, like, chill, just right. chill out. Like, right. Yeah. Um, second word is charge off, right? So mm -hmm. charge off. You borrow money from the bank, you don't pay it back. Uh, they try to kind of collect the money, but eventually they say, "All right, you know what? I'm gonna charge this off." Uh, here inside the vault for charge off, uh, it's people or mindsets that you had to charge off during your journey. Oh man. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of people. Uh I had to um stop feeling like I'm like because I'm in a a, a, a position that I worked for, yeah, that other people think is privileged, mm -hmm. that I'm not responsible for your mishaps. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I had definitely had to charge off a Yeah, yeah. And talk I mean talk about that a little bit, right? Because mm -hmm. I feel like um, I mean, I, I mean, I struggled with that a lot mm -hmm. early on, like survivor's guilt. Yeah. Right? Being someone who um, you know, people see the glory. They don't see, yo, I'm up four in the morning. I, I'm, I go to bed probably 11 midnight, right? So right. you're talking three, four hours of sleep a night. Yeah. You talking about like, I go, I go hard. That's a fact. And so when people see, you know, the level of success, they might, oh, yo, you next to this person or you doing and then this. And they get the lotto. Right. Right. And so there was this level of survivor's guilt. And so how do you... How do you how do you manage that though? How do you manage um, being okay, accepting your blessings, and having those people who um, have been you know you know or have been around yeah. who you like? Damn, I want you to cut, but you're not putting in the work. You know Yo, what I'm I I um I forgot the actor, but um he said like you know a lot of people like no matter how good you, uh, no matter how bad you want something for somebody else. Mm. If they don't want it, you can't do it for them. Mm -hmm. But he said it's in reverse. Mm -hmm. Like, bad, the bad can bring you down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, like, I'm Muslim. So, like, I, I don't impose what I believe on anybody. I started getting more in touch with my, my deen, my faith. And I understood that not only, you know, was it a culmination of me putting in the work, but it's me. Like, Muslims believe, like, praying a lot is, like, basically put money in the bank. That's yeah. why they pray so much. That's yeah. why you pray so much. You know what I mean? Like pray the more you pray, the more you stacking prayers up. Yeah. So as I'm stacking up these prayers, as I'm um, you know, um putting in the work, as I'm like you said, like getting a four in the morning, I don't know if everybody have had I don't know if anybody had to boil water to take a a, a, a bath before. I've yeah. had to do that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. like I don't know what if everybody knows what it is to to um be in the elevator and pick have to pick your daughter up because you don't want to step in and piss. You know what I'm saying? For me that was enough for me to get up and say, let me do it. So if you're standing next to me and if you're not, like, if you're not motivated by, like, the harsh circumstances that you're not, you're not in control of, I can't help who my mother was, who my father was, the neighborhood I was born in, how, but I don't feel sorry for myself. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't make no excuses. Yeah. I really, to the T, played the cards I was dealt. That's why I left the street alone. Because mm -hmm. yeah. I would have been the person, like, Oh, I'm not gonna tell. I'm gonna just sit here for 25 years, yeah, yeah. and I and I, I understood that my work, my life was worth more than that. Yeah. So I am motivated by the unfortunate circumstances to do the opposite. Mm -hmm. And if if it's a lot of brothers and sisters we got yeah. with that that mindset, not yeah. that place, but that mindset that don't understand that, and they yeah. think that 
you got it, I should have it. Mm. No, you, you can have it too if you work for it. And I'll show you how to get right, it. Facts. But I'm not going, I ain't, like, my, I have children. Yeah. I ain't raising no men and women out here. Facts, facts, No facts. grown men and women and, out here. And, 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 and you know, I'm going to get to the lag. I know it's supposed yeah, to be a speed round. Yeah, and I saw you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know it's supposed to be a speed round, but nah, we need We, we ain't need seen more. each other in a while, dude. So, facts, you know what I mean? But, but do, do me a favor. Dispel a money myth, right? Because I know... I mean, coming from where we come from, there's like, yo, money don't go on trees. You got to work hard for money. Uh, what's, the, what's the dice game? Scam money don't make money, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> um, dispel, dispel a money myth yeah. uh, for, for us, something that, you know, people think or you might have thought coming up or people think about money that's not really true. The a million. Mm. The word a million ever since we were children has been marketed to us Ooh. like it is this amazing number. Ooh. It's this amazing number that means that if you can get to a million... Yeah. Yeah. That you won't have no more problems yeah, in life, yeah, and yeah. that is not true. Oh, facts, talk to them. That is not talk true, to, dog. That is not true. Just off the simple fact of, for people who want to be in the music business, because that's my profession, yeah. when people be saying, yo, I got a million streams, that mm. is nothing if you dropped that song last year. Mm. If you did a million streams in a week, right. yeah, you got yeah. some fire. Yeah, yeah. But if you, it took you a whole year yeah. to get a, and that's the problem, that number. Right. The people see that number and say, so they don't do the business and say, mm. It takes 1,500 for it to count once. Mm. Like, 1,500 people to, to play it for it to count to one cell. Right, right, So, right, right. 1,500 plays counts to one cell. You did a million. What you did? Right. You ain't did shit. Exactly, yeah, yeah, So, yeah. A, a deal, like, if somebody gives you 60 bands, it's going to take you 70 million streams to recoup. Right, right. You know what you got to do to get 70 right, million right, streams, right, dog? Right, you got to... Right. You better shucking and jiving all types <laughs> right, of silly right, shit. Right. So the, the word, the number a million. Yeah. Because I remember, and I know we, the speed ran, but Beanie Siegel said this in front of me, and I was popped. Like, he was like, he was talking with a couple people. He's like, man, a million dollars ain't nothing. And I was like, nigga, a million dollars ain't nothing. Yeah. I was like, $50, it takes me $100 to get from this week to next week. How a million dollars is not nothing? Right. But he started talking about his lifestyle. Right. and. You know, he lives in this type of house and the, the water bill and this bill and my mom this and that. And yeah. by the time I get a million dollars, I really only got like 200 yeah. for taxes and all right, that. Right. That Get that number. And it depends. It's dependent upon what profession you're in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that number a million, do not get fooled by that because yeah. that shit will have you fooled. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Last but not least, trust account, right? All right. A trust account is where you take your assets. You put the money in the trust account. If you protect it, you grow it. Um, you know, where you are right now, you're, you know, inside the vault, we, uh, our trust account are the people or the mindset that we use to protect us that, you know, that yeah. helps us grow. Uh, who or what mindset would you say is in your trust account? Uh, man, whose mindset? Um, I mean, it's typical, uh, say my family, mm -hmm. but, uh, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go out on a limb cause everybody knows how much I love my family and they can't feel no way about me saying this. Kobe Bryant. Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant, man. Anybody who knows me knows triangle, that I'm a triangle, triangle offense. offense. If you know, it you comes know. from yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe Bryant, Michael yeah, Jordan, yeah. the concept of Phil Jackson being a coach. I looked at myself as more of a Phil than a Kobe or a Mike. Right. Um, Career-wise, I say, um, yeah, I say like a, I say Kobe Bryant. That yeah. that that Mamba mentality, not to to shoot with five, not to take the worst shot with four people is on you, right. but but to just just be willing to be daring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like I'm not I'm not scared to. Like I'm not scared to 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 pick up and um get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Now I'm not scared to try new things. I'm not scared to put myself out there. I'm not scared to be me because I'm comfortable with me. So I say like yeah that that mamba mindset. Dope, dope. <laughs> All right, y'all. We got the living legend. Wayno in the building. Um, 
I mean, man, I wish you could you could announce, but it's all good it's though. All it's good, all man. good. It's good. The world will know. So we might have to do a little. We could do yeah. a little quick part yeah. two, fifteen minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, know, you know, you know, Kanye adding to his album. Let's yeah. add to the episode. Let's do a little twenty, <laughs> thanks, thanks, twenty minutes add to the episode. You know what I mean? Let's do stuff like that one day once we find out. Yep, yep. All right, cool. And so, if you if if people wanted to connect with you, where can they find you? You can find me Wayno one one nine on everything. That is Twitter, um, Instagram. Snapchat, PS5, if y'all play 2K online, I made it the greatest all-time league. I'm very, very nice, so if you want smoke, you let me know. Um, you can find me Wayne on 119 on LinkedIn, on anything, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, Wayne on Look, the living legend, my God, Wayne on Clark, man. Appreciate Yo, another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. We are closing out the vault. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Inside the Vault. Follow me, Ash Cash, at I am Ash Cash. And I'll see you next time on the greatest money mindset show on the planet, Inside the Vault, in God's will. All right, y'all. Peace. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You won't Ash Cash. You can catch it right here in the vault.
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.